This is the Racing Minds Wireless Podcast, recorded live and completely improvised at the Blue Room Theatre at Perth Fringe World in 2015. Featuring special guest Foley artist Josh Earl. In this show, the audience suggested that the main character should be called Ken, that his strange secret should be that he finds snails erotic, that a thrilling scene should take place in a cave in a Buddhist monastery, that the whole play should be sponsored by the World of Cogs, and the audience suggestion for the title of this completely improvised radio play was The Tip of the Iceberg. Going live in five, four, three... Mr. Ken, Mr. Ken, this storm is growing stronger. Yes. We should put our tents up here. We will never reach the peak before nightfall. But it has always been my dream to reach the very peak. Yes, but we can do it tomorrow, so it's okay. Perhaps tonight I shall dream about it, and then it will have been my dreams to have reached the peak. Yes, I've only dreamt about it once before, you see. How lucky I am to be sharing these very many weeks with you alone. The conversation is scintillating. Anyway, Mr. Ken, here. There is some overhanging rock. We can get the tent up here. You have got the poles. Yes, I have, Lapsang, I have. Thank you, yes, Mr. Ken. Yes, pass them to me. Here you go. Thank you. Number one. Yes. Have you got the instructions? It's always hard to get the tent walls. Oh, together. actually, I brought one of those pop-up tents. Oh, excellent. You know so the ones you just throw out and then it just... So what is this What is this pole for? Oh, um, I... I, I to, uh, to, to catch mountain lions. Yes. Mr. Ken... I have to say, over the past nine days of this expedition, it has begun to feel more and more as if I am kind of carrying the full weight of it. Yes, yes. Well, it's only a pole. You know, it's not that heavy. No, I mean everything. You, you seem to have no knowledge of mountaineering at all, Mr. Look, King. I told you, Lapsang. I just had a dream. I'm a whimsical man. If I dream about something, I decide I'm going to do it the very next day. Look, if I did that, I would spend a lot of money on women. <laughs> Mr. Ken... Lapsay, confession time. No, no, no. I'm not a priest. But, um, anyway... (laughs) Look, Mr. Ken... Yes, Lapsay. Come on, we have to get the tent up. The storm, look at the clouds over there. We just have to unzip this top bit of the circular part and we'll flap it out. Oh, it's just like my dreams. Oh, there we are, Ken. Should I be sharing a tent with you? Well, you don't have much choice. Come in, Mr. Ken. Come in. Shut the door. Yes, I'll just get the zip. There we are. Oh, oh a Velcro zip, yes. <laughs> the best type of zip. You've come prepared, Lapsang, I oh, see. Yes, Mr. Ken. I have climbed this very mountain 27 times. 27? I first climbed it when I was but a small boy. Oh, yes. Yes, I got lost one day. I was just playing out in the trees. And then I thought, that's probably the way home. And before I knew it, I was at the top of the world's third highest mountain. The world's third highest mountain, yes. Yes. This mountain. This mountain of... You say its name. No, I can't remember, you see. I'm I'm whimsical. I've only dreamt about it once. People forget things in dreams. No, everybody knows. You're a local. You, you've oh, I'll go it for Kanchenjunga then. That's in the top five. Which one? Kanchenjunga. Ah, yes. Kanchenjunga. In this country that we are in. Yes. <laughs> Nepal. Nepal. Kanchenjunga yes. in Nepal. If yes. anyone wants to go home and check it, I'm in with a decent shout. <laughs> 
There we are, Ken. Now, we have to huddle close together. When Ooh. the storm gets going, it rages. I bet you do. Sorry? Sorry, I, I said I bet you do. You bastard! Did you hear that? Yes, I, I thought it was you, Ken. No, no, no. I, I wouldn't, wouldn't call a man that. Not when I'm huddled up right close to him and he's all vulnerable and all whatnot. It sounded, it sounded like a familiar voice saying, you bastard. No, it can't be. Oh, I've heard myths, Ken. Myths? Yeah, strange creatures, strange voices, strange happenings on the hills of Kanchenjunga. Kanchenjunga, yeah. Kanchenjunga. Kanchenjunga. Kan, yeah? Kan. Chen. Chen. Junga. Junga. Yeah, now you won't get it wrong for the rest. Ken, do you Chaps. hear Chaps! Oh, I've been banging on the door for ages. Oh, it's freezing out here. Ken, open it. Yes, I'll just get the Velcro zip. Yes. Hello, Hello chaps. It? Oh, gosh, that storm is raging out there. It just called me a bastard. <laughs> Blooming heck. I thought you were staying at base camp. Yes. Oh. oh. Oh, you wanted me to stay at base camp. Yes. I see that would have made sense so that you could sort of send emergency messages and I could relay them on and that sort of thing. Oh, gosh. Oh, well, that's a bit of a boob. Um... Yes, it's... Gosh, I came up here after you chaps. Look, Mr. Yeah. Harrison, Ken, I am starting to feel like neither of you know the first thing about mountaineering. Well, look, you, you, you left uh, the, the socks. We left? You come all of this way for socks? Yes, uh, I thought you'd no. want them. I thought it'd be cold up here. Yes. You climbed for 16,000 feet? Y yeah, well, no, just for four. Your, your feet. Oh, what? It's two pairs, is it? <laughs> Two pairs of socks, yes. Oh. Well, no, you left four pairs of socks. I thought you wanted to double up. It's bloody freezing, Fine, chaps. fine, give us the socks. There you are. I'll be off. Yeah, okay, bye. Shut the door. Thank you, Mr. Harrison. I mean, these are my lucky socks, Lapsang, you see. Ken. I've never done anything without these Ken. socks. You know, climbing a mountain is a team effort. Yes. No mountain was ever climbed by one man alone, apart from when I was a child, as I mentioned before. Yes. But then I got down in the most mysterious circumstances. But I fear if, if you're not capable here, Ken, we might die up here. No, no, I, I won't let myself die, Lapsang. I won't. And neither will you. I will. Well, what about letting me die? Well, if you die in the process of helping me to survive, then I'll just have to live with that. I know you won't, so... Fine, okay. Right, let's huddle together for warmth. Oh, and very hope good. we can make it through the night. Do bang the gong again, Brother Tensing. I'm afraid... I'm afraid the gong is slightly broken, <laughs> Brother Relaxing. Ah. Well then, no meditation for us today. We shall sit in silence and contemplate the ways of our Lord Siddhartha Gautama, who is not our Lord, but one of well, many... Well, according to some of our sects, he is. Some of your, some of your sects? Yes. Sometimes I'm having sex and I cry out, Oh God! Oh, Siddhartha! Like that. Siddhartha Gautama, a man who once was so thin he could grip his own spine through his stomach and once was so fat he could grip his own spine through the back of his stomach. It's easy. I'm, I'm sorry, the gong doesn't seem to be working. It's, it's all this heat relaxing. Ah, yes. We See? all know that heat expands metal. 
It does not resound with the same noise it once used to. I remember the echoes traveling round this beautiful temple, bouncing off the inside of the walls of Sorry, course. I'm, I'm trying other possible gongs. Yes. Here there are many gongs. Many, many gongs. None of them seem to be resounding. No, keep on trying, Brother Tensing. Oh, no doubt I will. All the gongs. Anything that might have a resounding metal surface. Well, yeah, that's... That one was a sort of wooden gong. Yes, it's a wooden. Oh, that's better. We're getting closer. Yeah, closer we're getting... Maybe just ding the button on top of that gong. Rather than... There we go. But still relaxing. It is only our one tiniest gong. Yes. Which makes any sound. Can you explain this to me? Well, I believe the world is getting warmer. Some people call it global warming, but more intelligent people call it climate change. Global warming is a fallacy. I'm not denying climate change, I'm just saying that not everywhere gets warmer. Some places get colder as well, but... Climate change is a genuine thing. I've seen a documentary with Leonardo DiCaprio. It's called Titanic. <laughs> Titanic? Yes, it was really good. There's boobs and everything. I may have vowed to be celibate, but oh my god, those titties. That's what I call Titanic. Yes, they were sagging. I call Titanic titties. It's an abbreviation. Oh, those lovely nipples. I'm sorry, I'll stop now, in case the abbot is around. It's a strange I mean, not all Buddhists are misogynists. I don't, anyway. I, I don't think this character's a misogynist. Sure. He's marveling at the female form. Fine. Oh, I'm sorry, we did. <laughs> yes, I remember when she was floating gently in the sea and she clung to an iceberg for comfort, Wait, but... relaxing. Yes. A what? An iceberg. An iceberg? Yes, they're huge chunks of ice that float in the sea. I've never heard of such a thing. Living only here in Nepal, thousands of miles from the sea. What are they? Tell me of these icebergs. Gigantic. These behemoths of solid water roam the open seas like pirates that don't steal stuff. They float there. Their formidable mass, just a drift, cast off from their family, cleaved by the warmth of the Atlantic and Arctic ice shelves. They wander lonely as a cloud if clouds were solid and cold. Solid surely, precipitations. Surely if the world is full of such things as these icebergs, it cannot be getting warmer. Oh, but Brother Tensing, these icebergs are shy. They hide their light underneath a bushel, so to speak. Only 30% of their mass peaks above the ocean waves. The other 70% resides deep beneath where it is dark and dreary, so, hidden. What you're telling me is there is more ice under the water? Yes, Brother Tensing. Well, surely it is obvious what we must do, Brother Relaxing. Brother Tensing, I do not follow. I am too busy thinking of them beautiful mammary glands. <laughs> surely all we must do is 
tips the icebergs. You mean? Turn them over <gasps> so that they are 70% above water. That will cool down the earth. Like what you do when you are cooking oven chips and you rotate them halfway through cooking, lest one side be crisp, yet the other soggy. Exactly I have meant to complain, like that. meant to complain to the chef, but he says we are humble ascetic folks and should not be eating chips. He said that? Yes, he did. He took a vow of silence. Oh. Does this, make, does this make me a snitch? Yes. I'm afraid you're going to have to take a vow of silence too, Brother Alexei. I don't want to. I, I like this character. <laughs> well, perhaps you will come with me and help me tip the iceberg. Captain! Captain! Uh, we should be in warmer seas, but we're stuck fast! Arr, we're stuck, are we? Well, try and find a way out of the stickiness. It's it's called ice, sir. Ice, yes. Get out of the ice. Captain, the ships, the ships completely stuck fast. If my calculations are correct, we should right now be in the the Caribbean, sir. Oh, they don't have ice in the Caribbean apart from in the Sorry, ice. I just thought I'd remind you what it sounds like in the Caribbean with these maracas, which are definitely from there. Yes, they don't have ice in the Caribbean unless it's in a nice cooling drink. No, sir, that's, that's what I thought, but I, I've checked all of the... Sorry, barometers. I just thought I'd have a battle with swords. I think we would need to throw someone overboard to oh, no, lighten the weight of the ship, and then we could maybe plunge and blow through the ice more easily. That's a good idea, sir, but I tried calling the Coast Guard. Apparently they're, they're stuck, sir. Stuck? Yes, sir, in ice, sir. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. Oh, the Coast Guard's stuck. Then we're all stuck. Ken, Ken. Yes. I just stepped out of the tent. The storm is raging more than it ever should. I have never seen this amount of snow, snow on the mountain. That storm's an angry one. Yes. I have never seen this amount of storm on Kanchenjunga before. The snow, it is, it is. Oh, I can hardly stand, Mr. King. Uh, don't worry, Lapsang. I dreamt last night that we would, we would defeat such a storm and get through it together. Chaps. Oh, not uh, again, not Mr. Mr. Harrison. Harrison. Jeff, sorry, I um, I just came up because I thought you might want some uh, some tea. I got, brought the kettle, as you can hear, and uh, it's just about time. You went oh. all the way back to base camp while we were sleeping. Y yes, I thought it was time for tea, but look at my watch. It's not going at all. Oh, oh dear. Look, if I open up... Oh, my God. This watch is completely empty. Oh. There's nothing in here of any kind. Oh, dear. Oh, oh gosh, this is terrible. Oh, here we are in international territory, and your watch is completely empty. Oh, no. this I don't know what to do now. Yeah, neither do I. Did I hear somebody say their watch lacked any movement? Is your watch lacking quartz or jewels or anything at all to make it move? Well, you need these. Brand new from Willie's World of Cogs. 
It's cogs! We have cogs in all shapes and sizes. Round cogs, round cogs, round cogs, round cogs. Oh, they don't work. We tried square cogs, but no, the corners just got stuck in the mechanism. It was awful. That was a mistake. And we've flown all the way out here from Switzerland, our traditional home, because we love watchmaking in places such as Glasshoot, which is a small village where we make 50% of the movements made for Switch watchmaking. In fact, here, it's Willie's World of Cogs! Well, don't worry, chaps, I got some cogs, so it turns out it's not time for tea. I'll pop off again. What? Mr. Oh. Mr. Harrison. Ken, we are faced with two terrible choices now. Yes, Lapsang. Three terrible choices. Wait, oh, sorry. Three. That wasn't one of the choices. Oh. That would be five terrible choices, where three are a subset of one. Ah. Maybe that's four. We've got three choices, essentially, Mr. Case. The first one is we can try and make our way back to base camp. Yes. But in these conditions, I don't trust myself, even with my experience, to find the path. Yes. Choice two. Uh Uh-huh. We stay in the tent. We huddle together. We hope the storm passes and that we emerge blinking, breathing alive, Mr. Ken. Mm. Choice three. We, defiant men as we are, try to climb to the summit. You know me. Last night. Not really. We've been nine days together and you've been quite enigmatic the whole time. I've been talking a lot. I mean, I read your diary, but it was very self-centered and mostly about what you ate. That's not very enigmatic. No, but you know, you must have been hiding something to do all of that deflection. Oh, no, that wasn't deflection. That was reflection. (laughs) You know me. Well, you don't. But if you did know me, which you don't, but if you did, then I would say, summit. Yes, I did. It was five or three, depending on which sum you do. (laughs) What? (laughs) Look, Lapsang, I know we've had our differences, but together, I think we can reach the peak. Very well, Mr. Ken. You will need to be at your very bravest. I will be. I will. So, brother relaxing. Show me how it is we tip these icebergs. Well, Brother Tenzin, look around you. What do you see? Hordes of seals. Blubbery creatures as they are. So- sorry, I stepped on one. Yes. See the blubber squeeze out of its porous seal flesh. Sorry, they're everywhere. It's impossible to take a step. Yes. They look like fat pebbles, but no, they're cute little seals that we're killing. Oh, it's a good job we're not Janes. Yes, quite right. Wow, no one here knows about Jainism. I know lots about Jainism. Yes, maybe we can talk about it for a bit, seeing as it's so popular. I don't think we should. Okay, see these seals? We just stick them to the iceberg, fire their nipples if that helps, and then the extreme weight tilts the iceberg round until it flips, and its vast peak, which once above the water is blue. Once an iceberg tips upside down, the underside of it is blue. So just so to confirm, genuinely true. just to confirm, we're drowning all these seals to do this. No, they can breathe underwater. No, no they can't. Oh they're my mammals. God. <laughs> I, I just wanted to check that we, everyone was aware of how you just made this really an evil plan rather than a misguided sort of foray. Well, I thought it was fine, but it turns out I'm (laughs) killing seals. Turns out you're murdering lots of seals. That's a shame. Well, maybe to make it fittingly ironic, I'll play 50 cents in the club while I do it. (laughs) 
Oh. I can do the lyrics. <laughs> yes, it's something like that. Look, brother relaxing. Maybe you should sing Kiss from a Rose instead, then knowing how good your vocal abilities are, that would be murdering seal. <laughs> We should probably stop now. That's not, it's not going to get better. So, once we have stuck the seals and we tip the iceberg and the seals drown. I, mean, I, have, I have already been tipping icebergs with seals. That is why the world has been getting cooler. And is there anything else we can do? Rather relaxing? Throw a polar bear in there. Why? I don't like them. Well, if you think it will help. Walruses? Why not? If there were gnarls around, we could just stick their tusks in like, um, uh, what they call crampons. But unfortunately, someone went and killed all those. It's a shame they're not named after them. Stella's sea cow is named after the man that actually killed all of them. Stella. He went on a, genuinely, it's true. Again, it's not funny, but it's true. <laughs> yes, that's my dignity. <laughs> I have none. I've been murdering seals. So, brother relaxing, what do we have to do to save the planet from climate change? And make our gongs sound better. To make our gongs sound That's better. That's why I'm doing this. Some people say, buy a new plastic gong. They're impermeable to expansion and contraction. But no, they don't sound quite as good as metal. It's why I use film in my camera rather than digital. So what you're saying, brother relaxing, in order to save the world from climate change is that we must kill all the seals. We are the Six o'clock news with Shane Warne. The Oscars Academy Awards Committee have announced that they are revoking the 11 Oscars won in 1998 by Titanic due to it in fact being a documentary rather than a feature film. And now it is being given only the award for best documentary for that year. We now have an interview with director of Titanic, James Cameron, to discuss uh, this revocation. James Cameron, welcome to the news. Hello. Hello. Uh, hello. Hi. Yeah, hello. Um, oh. <laughs> oh, you sound different. Oh, uh, well, thanks for having me. Yes. Right, um, uh, so uh, what, do you, what do you make um, of critics who have said that this exposes all your lies when making Titanic in the first place and claiming that it was a fil feature film, whilst instead Leonardo DiCaprio in fact died aboard the Titanic in 1912? Look... The death of Leonardo DiCaprio in that film was a great tragedy, and I felt it was my duty to hollow out his body, fill it full of animatronics and various robotic parts, and make him feet star in an increasing series of worse and then posthumously better films. The New York Times has called your conspiracy to cover up the death of Leonardo DiCaprio for 103 years as one of the worst conspiracies since Rockwell and the bit when they pretended they got on the moon. Look! 
I think the New York Times is being very naive here. The majority of Hollywood stars are taxidermied bodies full of robotics. It's well known in the industry that the audiences don't find it palatable, so we try and cover it up. Also, when you say Rockwell, do you mean Roswell or the actor Sam Rockwell? I mean Sam Rockwell, obviously. And, um... I mean, it is true that NASA never managed to land on Sam Rockwell. That is true. Um, and so are you saying, Mr. Cameron, that any, all of your films are, in fact, documentaries um, where you've taxidermied dead people? Yes, that's what I'm saying. I also like the fact that I got knighted in between the introduction of this and your last sentence. Oh, well, yes, uh, yes, yes, uh, in other news... Right, it's me, Tony Abbott. Just thought you deserved it. <laughs> well, well, thank you, Sir Tony. No worries, mate. Well, um, so, Mr. Cameron, have you got any more plans to make any other documentaries? Well, films? Uh, no, Sir Shane, I'm, uh, I'm not making any more documentaries at the moment. I'm uh, working on a particularly tricky job. We're trying to uh, taxidermy and fill with robotics the corpse of Marlon Brando, but it's taking some time. I understand. Thank you very much, uh, Sir Lord James Prince Cameron. Um, sports in the rugby union. Uh, there was a match between England and Australia, and there were several tries and a conversion, and now the entire Australian team are Catholic. Um, in the weather, it was hot, very hot, very bloody hot. How do you cope? Adventure! We must tip the iceberg and murder all the seals. Ken! Ah, Lapsang. How are you feeling? Ah, I'm not tired at all, even though I'm really knackered. Ah. All right. We need to find somewhere to rest, otherwise yeah. I don't think we'll make it. Oh, the storm's raging. Very quietly. Uh. Oh, there it is. It's raging again. Wait, look. What's that? Under the snow there. It looks like a sort of hole or crevice. Let's try and get in. It yeah. might be our only hope. Good idea. Ah, uh, oh, that's... Clear some of the snow aside. Bit of shelter. No, go further down, Ken. I shall. We can't stay near the mouth of the cave. Oh, it's very, very soothing in here, isn't it? Oh, yes. Yeah, feels sort of all peace. Oh, peaceful. very peaceful. Hello. Oh, hello. Lionel Richie. <laughs> yes. I changed my name. What? Oh, like Cat Stevens. Exactly. I converted to Buddhism and now I'm tensing. Oh. This is my brother relaxing. Hello, I've changed my name to Abdullah Ibrahim, which is the name that Dollar Brand, the pianist, changed his name to. Just if we're going to go so, that. It's more esoteric because so that's how I roll. You're you're not brother relaxing anymore. No, I changed my name to Dollar Brand, then to Abdullah Ibrahim. So have you left the order of Buddhists? No. No, I'm still very much a Buddhist. I follow the middle way. Oh. Fine. <laughs> I, I love... Yes. I don't understand. We've been climbing for days. Yes. Nobody should live this high up. What is this place? We built our monastery here. On the peak of the mountain in this cave, just below the peak. It's weird that it doesn't erode and fall away and make the peak less. But, but we've had to take shelter in the cave below our monastery because, well, we, we made it too cold. Too cold? What yes. do you mean? Yes, I leant on the thermostat. 
No, yes, that's it, not it, what happened. In a metaphorical way, the, all the gongs didn't work. Yes, our, our gongs were, were gone. Right. Okay, uh, maybe we'll just go. Just yeah, we'll stay, go. please. Yeah. Pretty please. weird here, actually. It's wonderful. Now it's cold. Our gongs make a wonderful sound. Look at this, our most renowned gong. King gong. Listen to it. Oh. Listen to the sound decay into nothingness. Ken, as life does do. before it is reborn. We're between the frying pan and the fire. <laughs> yes. Either we go outside it's, and die it's in the, not in the a fire, cold of the cold. storm, or we stay with these lumbering idiots. It turns slowly mad. Which one shall it be? Wait oh, a minute. I hit myself in the face with both hands. Oh. Ken, hang on, they said something. What did you mean you made it colder? Yes, I've we... lived in these mountains all of my life. It's never been as cold as this. We strapped seals and polar bears to icebergs. What? We tipped them over so that more of their ice was exposed to cool the planet down. A greater surface area. We recorded the sounds of the dying animals and we play them in this cave to remind us of what we've done, I guess. We're, we're not proud of what we did to those penguins. It's exactly the, you know, uh, the thing we accomplished is the opposite of a happy feat. It's a very sad feat. <laughs> Ken, do you hear that? Yes. It's so cold. No one will ever be able to climb Kanchenjunga again. Terrible. Terrible. But, you know, last night I, oh, I had a dream about, about this. Oh, are you going to tell us about your dream? That won't in any way be boring. But I've just had to listen to you talk. English, it's our second language. That's a fair point. He did listen to you talk. That is true. When, when have you ever heard an exciting dream? Someone goes, oh, I had a dream. It was so exciting. I was in a room and then that's, suddenly in a plane. That's oh, pretty that's harsh. That's called on, an airport. Pretty harsh on Martin Luther King, I've yes. got to say. <laughs> I do not ascribe to his views. I am a Buddhist. Hey, you're pretty... Anyway, Ken, I'm not going to get into that. Speak again of your dream. It may be of some import. Yes, Lapsang, you see how I climbed, how I dreamt about climbing the mountain. Last night I dreamt about climbing an even bigger mountain that arose out of the sea. <gasps> Ken, of course. Why? People have climbed all of the Himalayas now. Yes. But now there will be an even taller mountain. Oh. A mountain that strides up into the sky, breaking the atmosphere with its glassy glacial peak. Oh, oh Ken, to be the first to climb that mountain. Oh, that would be a first. They would write my name in stars, and people would sometimes remember your name, Lapsang, depending on how much they'd read about the subject. But wait! I too had a dream last night. Yes. It was a dream in a land of flatness. I too shared this dream, Brother Tensing slash... What did you change your name to? No, my, Cat my, Stevens. Name, no, my name was Lionel Richie. Now it's Brother... Oh. I can't believe we've lived in this monastery together for 20 years. Uh, I too shared that dream, a land of bland cheese with red wax coating. A land of windmills, a land of dikes. But the people... <laughs> They had no shoes. No shoes. But then a man appeared to me in the dream. Yes. And he said he could fix this problem for them. Did That's he right. carry heavy blocks of wood in his hand and yes. a carving knife? And he fashioned... Did I hear somebody say they dreamt of a Netherlands-esque nation that was entirely flat? 
Yes. Yes, and they were bereft of shoes. Where they had no shoes. Yes. Well, why don't you try this? It's the world of clogs. Yes, that's what he said in the dream. Uh, that's right. At the world of clogs, you'll have wooden shoes for any situation, as long as you don't, don't mind foot-based discomfort. Where did the L come from? That's anybody's guess. That's right, the world of clogs. Sorry, I just thought I'd get my dream in there for contractual reasons. That is, that's a beautiful dream. Thanks. You know, I, I wish I could have, but no, I, I prefer my dreams. Climbing vast mountains that come out of the sea. Lapsang, shall we go? Yes, Ken, quick. Please, don't abandon us here. We could be of use. Fine, come with us. If we die, we come back to life. You want to bring us with you? No, fair point. Stay where you are. Yes. Oh. Come on, Ken. The conversation will be better with the two of us. And perhaps after we have climbed the mountain, we can put it back under the sea so that we will be the one and only record holders of that mountain. Sure. Quick, let's use these gongs as snowboards and make our way to the base camp as quick as possible. Now, gentlemen, uh, oh. I've called this meeting of the G8 to discuss... And the lady! Yes. Well, we... I'm a member of the G8 too. Don't forget me. Yes, all right, Angela. You are always making so much chatter. Yeah. Now, uh, lady and gentlemen, I've called this Don. emergency meeting of the G8 uh, to discuss a very stressful and a strange occurrence. By the way, on, on that subject, just before we go on, I was thinking, can we put an R in the name? I just think it would be much better if we, we were the great. Da, da. You know? Uh, I think I much prefer if we put it at the end, Sadi, with the, with the uh, gator. I, I'm sorry, is Mr. Australia Abbott, in the G8? Nah, just trying to join in. part of the club. <laughs> Come on. Fun. Get out, get out, Mr. Rabbit. Oh, it's just that cold. He <laughs> is. Sorry. Yes, all right. Uh, motion carried. We are now the great. Uh, on to our second bit of business. Yeah, that's good. All the ships sinking. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Oh, we've got loads of that happening in Canada. <laughs> why, don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about, a little bit about the details? We are. Oh, sure now. We've got so much of that happening in Canada. Well, Ireland, you're not part of it either. Come uh, on. Oh, Come on, Ireland. I, out of here. I think you're possibly not aware of Manitoba, but it's... Uh, well, it's, it's not in Ireland. Get out. <laughs> and... Uh, where exactly are you from? I am one of the other six. <laughs> if you can tell me your own name, I will let that pass. It is President. Yeah, sorry, President what? Um, yes, I didn't Ol think so. Holland? Is he in it? Holland? Oh, yeah, no, Holland know. are not in it, I'm afraid. No, 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 I'm in Francois Holland. Oh, Francois, he doesn't know what he's on about. <laughs> yeah. All these ships are sinking. They are plummeting to the bottom of the ocean, dropping their cargo. Well, it look who's shame. finally getting us back onto plot. This is astonishing. It's genuinely the first time ever. Usually I just come in with the puns, but uh, yes, luckily we have managed to survive some with our U-boats that we have, but unfortunately we are now crashing those into uh, yes. seals that are d d kind of desiccating and not desiccating, the opposite of desiccating. That means drying. Seals that are bloating and falling to the bottom of the floor, they it sink our U-boats. Yes. <laughs> They're rotting. They're rotting carcasses. I'm like King Canute, trying to hold back the ocean. You didn't like my accident, all right? You didn't like mine! I mean, come on! <laughs> 
alzi noi veri utomizare Moldovia. The point is, all the cargo is under the ice. Yes, it is. It is. Oh no, the scene's over. I turned the page. Ken, look. Yes, Lapsang. Isn't it beautiful towering up into the sky? Oh, that's the biggest mountain I've ever seen. It's sort of like Table Mountain, in that it's sort of, you know, that sort of flat at the top, isn't it? So I'd always imagined an upside-down iceberg. I'm not going to change my mind now. <laughs> but it's in front of me. It's towering above us over 15,000 meters in the sky. Ken, we are faced with a moral dilemma. Either we can climb this and be the most famous mountaineers in history, but if we do, we are consigning the world to a lifetime of freezing cold. Everyone will perish, but we will be the champions. Oh, everyone will, will perish if yes, we climb this so mountain? Yes, it's so cold. All of the ships are crashing. Oh, oh, my, oh my god. Hard to starboard! Hard to starboard! We gotta avoid that! Oh, oh, like oh no! We can't steer quick enough to avoid that sending set of iceberg! Oh, no! Oh, you can hear the metal ripping along the hull! It's an astonishing noise! Sorry, Ken, uh, oh, this sort of action always makes me hungry. I had to eat a little bit. But look, that ship oh. sunk. Terrible. And so many others around it, oh. like a skeleton of metal. Oh. oh, no. The world's running out of supplies. I heard it on the news, on the world service. People haven't got anything left in the shops. Hello. Nothing left in the cupboards. Welcome to Bertha's Burgie Rest Stop. We have many delicious refreshments here on the side of the iceberg, all charging exorbitant rates due to global shortages of all sustenance. Why are you being quiet? Oh, hello. Hello. Uh, hello, little child. I'm not a child. I am 18 years old. And you're selling burgies? No, I'm Bertha. Bertha's burgie rest stop. It's what? because I'm on a burg. <laughs> I used to run a small business attached to the side of Patrick Burkamp when I was eight. Uh, just out of interest, before we engage you fully in conversation, is there any chance of you contributing to the plot further oh, down yes. the line? Thoroughly. Thoroughly. Fine, then, I'll I give just realised we had like ten more minutes and it seems like we're coming to a denouement. And who is Patrick Burkamp? Patrick Burkamp, he's a combination of Patrick Vieira and Dennis Burkamp. Oh God, that is tenuous. You well, just you made a mistake. Child. Look at the world. I'm not a child, I'm 18. Sorry, it's the voice. Otherwise, it would be very inappropriate that I was stuck here to anchor to the side of the iceberg by my breasts. What? I believe mean, just because there was time left, why was this the character you chose to shoehorn in? They were just in my head. I like making him do this. You, you could have been anybody. Oh, I wonder what the G8 are up to. No. Sometimes I envy Swiggy. <laughs> Oh. oh, it is getting worse. All of the supplies of my unidentified Go. country are, are lost. There Go. is no breakfast. We are having an economic crisis. Oh, and we haven't heard from the Japanese person yet. Yeah, I don't think we're going to. Yes. No. <laughs> I'm afraid everything is terrible well, in Japan. Did. That was pretty good, actually. Oh, Thank wow. You. Wow, he, has, uh, he translates himself. Do we have any Japanese translator in? Could we do some Japanese? Um, hi. Oh, it's <laughs> so good. Choto. <laughs> I just thought I'd let him have his moment in the spotlight. Back to the burgie. We now. are allies with Japan. <laughs> oh, look, child. No, I mean, 18-year-old. 
the, is this the world you want to inhabit? No, no. Although actually, because the prices are so high, actually, I'm making. Ah, oh, we are, we are trapped in a horrific loop. Will we ever get out of it? I don't know how we get out. No. Wait. There was that third set of characters, the monks. Look, I used to be Lionel Richie, but now, <laughs> now. I am Tenzin. It is not that hard to understand. I just don't... You, you were Cat Stevens, and now you are... And I am Abdullah Ibrahim. No, I was never Cat Stevens. What? Cat Stevens was an example. He converted to Islam and changed his name to Yusuf Islam. Were you ever Robert Zimmerman? No, that's Bob Dylan. He converted to rock music and changed his name to Bob Dylan. Oh. Hey, look, there's a passing small girl opening up a store. Hello. Ken, what have I done? I killed the 18-year-old with the burger van. His oh. blood is all over my hands. Don't worry, I was about to do it too. Just, just wash it off on the ice. Oh, it's I can't. Water. It's coloring all of the ice red. Mom, we will have this blood on our consciences forever, Ken. Right. We have to turn it over. We have to make the world warm again. Yes. Yes, it, if we sacrifice one person to save the whole world, that's... That's worth it. Yeah, there I said it. A whole, a whole, a whole centuries of uh, so, philosophical debate sorry, down chaps. the water. So, sorry, chaps. Sorry, chaps. Mr. Harrison. Yes, hello. Oh, Mr. Harrison. Um, I just came from, um, you know, from back at a base. Uh, just to let you know that well, you're going to try and climb this thing, or, or maybe turn it over. It doesn't really matter. Uh, point is, we've run out of everything. So even if you do, uh, I'm afraid we're all still screwed. Because oh. everything, all the cargo is stuck beneath the ice at all the bottom the, of the ocean. All the cargo. All the cargo. So there's, there's no food, there's no oh, clothing, can. there's no electronic devices, there's no um, bananas. This is a disaster. No, but not. Oh, it is like Captain Scott, but times ten. Times we a million. Have, yes. We have ruined the whole world. No, well, we haven't, but we've watched it happen. No. Ken, what can be done? Just chasing our dreams and the world freezes over. Oh, Ken. <laughs> we are going to die here. Just like everybody else is going to die. <laughs> I'll just pop off her. Hey, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> what <have we> but wait! <laughs> wait! Wait! There's one thing I've never told anyone before! And that's that I find snails incredibly erotic! <laughs> I knew you were hiding something when I read your diary. Yes, and therefore at home, I have loads of snails. That's right, escargot. You mean you have the ice cargo? I have the ice cargo. You mean to say that now that all of the cargo from the ships is lost beneath the ocean because you love snails and their French name is escargot, you have the lost ice cargo and can therefore feed the world forever? Yes! He's like, he's like Bob Geldof. What, he finds snails incredibly attractive? <laughs> yes. Well, Ken, that I've was got my to dying say, breath. 
You were a terrible, I thought you were a terrible, terrible mountain climber, but you just climbed the biggest verbal mountain ever there. Thank you. Thank you, Lapsack. You know, you might have been wondering why I was, well, always so tired, always. I was just feeling a little sluggish, you see. Oh, Ken. Okay. But now you have saved everybody. Look, they are feasting upon the delicious cargo that you have uh. brought out. Look, they're eating the bananas. They're, they're eating the other important foods. They're watching television and washing their clothes in sinks. Well, you know, Ken, I, I really think you've done it. I think your name will go down in history as the man who saved the world from starvation. And I suppose somebody might remember Lapsang as well. Thank you. <laughs> but you know, Ken, with that revelation about you finding snails erotic, you've really come out of your shell. <laughs> that was The Wireless Podcast, starring Daniel Roberts, Chris Turner, Tom Skelton, Dougie Walker, and musical maestro Dylan Townley. To find out more, visit www.racingminds.co.uk.